Hello, everybody. It is Thursday, May 11th, 2017, and you're listening to the Talking Games Podcast. I'm Bobby Shorrell, and I'm here with Mr. Hugh Perry. Hello. It's just the two of us, because yesterday we attempted to record the th- me, Kelsey, and Hugh, and we had a technical nightmare. Just be straight up. I, ru- I ruined it for everybody. Well, you didn't ruin it, but your computer <laughs> ruined it. Let's just yeah. put it that way. Let's put it yeah. that way. Your computer ruined, your computer ruined everything. Stupid. Um, yeah, piece of shit. <laughs> it's good. Too, it's good thing it's not a new one or anything like that. Yeah, you know, it's not like it cost me several hundred pounds in a day yeah. of emotional trauma. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, yeah, so we <laughs> we started recording, and then Hugh's mic basically was being controlled by the computer, and we couldn't figure out why. So it was randomly changing volumes over and over and over again. Uh, and as you guys know, it is much later for Hugh when we're recording this than it is for us. Uh, here in the, in the states, uh, us uh, us podcast hosts who are stateside, so uh, I was getting very late for Hugh. So yeah. we uh, we kind of had to punt on it. And back today, uh, Kelsey can't join us unfortunately because she is um, in class till nine. And then uh, this is Justin, and uh, Justin had to be Justin has a lot of kid responsibilities this week. And Matt, it's his week off, so just Hugh and I gonna talk we have some stuff to talk about though um all our battlegrounds talk from last night is lost it's lost <laughs> to the it's lost to the the world so like a fart in the wind <laughs> if you're uh if you saw actually i don't know by the time you hear this it'll probably be up on our youtube channel right now it's only up on our twitch channel but Hugh and i did a player unknowns battleground stream uh two days ago now i guess if you're listening to this yeah. and we uh yeah we played some squad games and uh hugh got a new pc which we're gonna talk about in depth in, in a little bit mm-hmm. um, but he was we were able to run it um and we played a little bit we played like four four matches i think two of those end with hugh's computer crashing so <laughs> yeah <laughs> not because not because it's basically because the game's poorly optimized and i was yes. recording my um footage which apparently um exacerbates the optimization issues in battlegrounds yeah so i have tried to record two other two times and both times i tried to record the game would would run like crap at a certain point and then just die completely i my computer didn't totally crash like yours did but i would crash out of the application um and back to the desktop both times i was recording internally and since i've stopped trying to record internally it's been fine so um that that but when we were playing, we had a good time. The first match, we got pretty, got pretty far. We got down to like yeah, top we were twelve fifth. or something. No, we were fifth. Oh, we're fifth. Okay. I think they were. Well, I think they were. It said we. Yeah, it was said we were number five. So I'm guessing that means there was five people left. No, I think we were. We, we were number five team. Oh, okay. There were probably Still, ten people left. It's good going. Yeah, yeah, we were the fifth best team in in the game, and that was pretty fun. We didn't kill anybody, but we yeah. survived for a long time. So we we play in we play in pacifist mode. We do. We're, we're very very big on pacifist runs in our in our. There was somebody uh, I saw a Kotaku story the other day. Someone won without killing anybody, which is pretty crazy. Um, I I don't I didn't watch the video or read the story, so I don't know how that even happened. But I'm guessing they got swallowed yeah. up by the blue. The yeah, blue, uh, or full damage or something, maybe. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. Um, but that game is awesome. You know, it's one of those it games. Wh- what I think, wh- what I, what I think is best about the game, and it, it reminds me of games like um, Dark Souls in this way. In the fact that the m- the more I, whenever I talk about the game or watch somebody else play the game, all I want to do is pl- go and play the game. Uh, it yeah. makes me want to play the game more. And which- I, th- I think it's. Um... 
one of those games where it's got I I like a game with a good learning curve, and I think this is definitely one of those games. The more you play it, you kind of like, like, you, you make a silly mistake. Like, um, I was playing earlier on today, and I came across somebody, and they were just lying prone on the floor. They had no clue I was there. Stuck a few shots in him, killed him outright. Because you can um, you can knock people out, which basically means they're sort of like there and they're bleeding. They can't shoot or anything, but they can crawl around the floor. And then get and revived they, by their, their teammates. teammates can revive yeah. them. So I, I basically killed him. He went out. He didn't even get to the knocked out phase. <laughs> um, and I was like, yes, I'm, I am God. I will now <laughs> loot you. So I'm there with like the, my inventory screen up so you can see like everything he's got in one big go. <laughs> I'm like taking all this stuff into my inventory. And then someone came up behind me with a sh- double barrel shock and it just one hit killed me. And I was just like, yeah, I think in future I'll... Next time I kill somebody out in the open, I'll I'll wait and see if there's anybody else around as opposed to just yeah. being cocky and just going, yeah, I'm going to get lots of stuff. Probably a good move. Probably so, a good yeah. move on that part. It's, yeah. um, it's good in that respect. Like, you learn every time you play it, and I like that in a video game. Yeah, I think that one of the things that I need to do more is I need to be a little bit more aggressive with how I play because I tend to hear gunshots and then explicitly never go near where I hear the gunshots coming from. Like, I just like, oh, they're coming to the right, so I'm absolutely going to go to my left and go around whatever is happening, mm. when I should probably sometimes go after that because if somebody's having a gunfight, they're knocking somebody else out, and they're distracted by whatever they're doing. So it's probably actually the best time to try to take somebody out. Like, I think part of the reason that we lost that, that match was because we sort of hunkered down around that rock, and then... By the time, by the time people were done killing other people, we were just totally we could get hit from any side at any moment. You know what I mean? So yeah, and I guess when they're firing, you're more aware of where they are anyway. Exactly. Cause, yeah. Because when they're not firing, they you you've no idea where people are unless like, especially outdoors. If you're in a building, you can hear their footsteps on the floorboards. Mm-hmm. So when I was playing earlier on, I was in a house and there was a guy, like upstairs, in the house. So I was like in this room on the floor with my shotgun out waiting for him to run past the door so I could kill him. <laughs> and I could just hear him like tap, tap, tap down the stairs. And there was, he, he could either turn right and head towards the door out of the building, which where I was, or left out of the only other door. And he went left. So I was just mm. like, ah, great. So I got up and went looking for him, but he was he was gone by the time I got there. So. Yeah, yeah, and there's been times like right where I I've seen people go in houses and instead of and I have a gun and instead of going after them or waiting outside the house for them to walk out, I'm kind of like I'm just gonna get the hell out of here because if I interact with this person, I'm obviously going to lose, you know. So yeah. I need to get a little more aggressive with, with with that aspect of it. Yeah, and I think it's about picking your battles as well. I mean, if you've yeah. got like if you've got armor on and stuff like that, I think most of the time you you can take at least one hit before you you die if you've got decent armor so yeah like, like you say if you you gotta know when to go and when to stay really so yeah and I, and I think i think i think we're a little bit too cautious or at least i'm a little bit too cautious with the circle like when the circle contracts itself yeah. like once the, once the white circle contracts and I, we talked about this before but basically the when you land on this island, you jump on this island. If we if people haven't heard us talk about this before, the game is a multiplayer game. A hundred people jump out of an airplane. You land on an island, and it starts out, and there's like this white circle, this big white circle that encompasses most 
a big chunk of the island. Yeah, and um, it's usually fairly central. Yes, yeah, so fairly central, big chunk of the island, and then it, the 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 white circle will contract and get smaller, and that's the safe area. So you have to be inside that white area um, when this uh, when a blue circle the blue circle that replaced the old white circle starts contracting, and basically that blue circle is like this wave of damaging energy that if you end up outside of it you start taking damage um and it's all meant to push everybody towards the middle right but you usually have a good two minutes or something like that before and i think it goes down as as the match gets goes on yeah but you usually have a good amount of time before the blue circle starts coming for you uh to head towards the white circle and right. i tend to just be like oh my god the white circle moved let's just go right now yeah and it, a couple of the um, streamers I've been watching just to try and pick up some tips. They generally sort of, um, they'll stay outside of the white circle, and then about thirty seconds before the blue circle starts moving, then they'll start moving in, so they can stay ahead, ahead of it. Because right. I think the circle, the blue circle, when it's moving, does move faster than your movement speed. So if you're a, if you get a good bit of a lead on it, you'll stay ahead of it. Um, and you can get inside the white circle before it it reaches you. Um, so it's just a good strategy because you're outside of that, like people rushing into the white circle. But then if there's people outside as well, they're going to be on the outskirts of it as well. So you can kind of like, from what I've seen, you can sort of get to the outskirts of the white circle and then pick a spot wait around a bit you know scout up the area and see if there's anybody else around pick them off if if there is and then just sort of repeat that pattern again so i think that that seems like the the tactic that quite a lot of the streamers i've been using but yeah like i said it's it's just got a really really good learning curve and when you finish it you just you sort of just spend ages just going over in your head what you did and what you didn't do yeah um totally. Yeah, and it's like I say, it's it's not it's not an overly complicated game. There's not not much to it, but there's just that it's just this really good tension to it that keeps you coming back. Like you you jump out of the plane, you pick your spot. You're like, right, we'll go in these group this group of buildings. It's completely random and potluck as to what loot you get. Whether you get a decent gun, whether you know you might just end up with running around with a frying pan, um, and then it's just it just goes from there and you've got to you've got to be smart about where you go and how open you leave yourselves and it's yeah it's it's good it's a really really good game for something so simple there's there's a a lot of depth to it yeah absolutely and i i, I was texting with justin today and i was saying that I, it was it really sucks that he doesn't have a, like a pc that can run it and it's only on pc right now because it would be a very fun game for all of us to jump in and play together yeah yeah. Um, yeah, but like four squads, four man squads, that would be so much fun. Yeah, I, I would be well up for that, and I, th I think your chances of surviving are, are better that way anyway. Because if you're if you're knocked out, you've got three other people, ideally, assuming they're all still alive. Um, can, they can come and revive you, and you can keep your you can keep each other alive. Right. Um, yeah. And you know, there's a lot more communication. You can you can spot where people are, and like I I really like the the compass thing you get at the top of the screen. And it's got you know north, south, east, west, 
and between each compass point is a number. So mm-hmm. you can, if you spot someone, you can go like north between three, like two hundred and two hundred and fifty, and then whoever you're playing with can straight away zero in, and then you can just sort of be more specific. Then you could be like, um, by the group of two trees, there's a guy. You know, keep watching. He's just sort of, you know, camping for now. Um, and you, you know, one person can keep an eye where the other one moves. And you, I guess, with more people, you could get more tactical, and there's a, that adds even more depth. And so, yeah, I'm I'm excited to give it a go in that way. Yeah, totally. And it's a game I think that rewards strategy and 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 teamwork, which I think is cool. Yeah, uh, because you'll definitely be at a disadvantage if, you, unless you're playing in a squad or a team game. If you're not working with the people you're with, then you're going to be in a lot of trouble because people. I mean, there was a couple times that we played where we got surrounded by people, where mm. one came from one angle, one came from the other, and before we knew it, we were getting shot from both sides. Yeah, um, and you were screaming at me, "Behind me! Behind me!" And I was <laughs> yeah. like, "Behind me!" <laughs> and then yeah. we were both dead. Absolutely, yeah. So that that you know that's another thing too, like. Seeing seeing people, those those guys obviously saw us and decided a strategy. Like, we're not going to just shoot at them from where we are because we might not hit them. Let's you go this way, you go that way, and we'll we'll come back at them from that yeah. direction. And that was that, that that's a cool thing. You know, yeah, cool it was really it. clever. Like, to flank us like that, they, we, we had no way we could go. As long as one one of us got killed before one of them got killed we were done basically yeah yeah and and again like most of the time you're always gonna get shot before you see the person who's shooting you um and there's no indicator on screen like this is the direction the shot's coming from so you have to try to figure it out yeah um, i think you can kind of um from the little bits i'm watching because like on streams you're obviously a bit less um because when one thing i will say is because the game's pretty quiet there's no in-game music there's very little like um environmental sounds there might be a bit of wind sometimes you play and it's raining which makes life a lot more difficult because you can't pinpoint gunshots and stuff as well as you normally can um and i think if you when you get hit like earlier on i I jumped out of my friggin' skin because it was all quiet for like a good five minutes and it was just like bang and I was just like fuck um, and I was just like oh god oh god oh god I managed to like find a bit of cover and heal heal myself um, but looking on, on the streams I've been watching I think if you get hit um, you can actually see like it. Um, you get like a damage on the um, whatever direction it came from like oh, your body has okay. like a wound on it uh-huh um which disappears like within a few seconds but i think you do see like bod like physical damage on your body okay um okay i th- like i'll have to watch more and play more to like verify whether that is the the case but i th- i think that is a thing which because because yeah. people i've been watching seem to be like very quickly aware of where they're getting hit from so Maybe they're just better at video games, you. That could also be. There is that. That is probably. I mean, when <laughs> when you're watching a streamer who gets twenty thousand people watching him, he probably is a bit better at video games than I am, and I'm yes. I'm willing to concede concede that point. <laughs> so. uh, but yeah, that's battle. That's mostly what I've been playing, honestly. Um, I, play, I played some Overwatch over the weekend, and. Uh, had my best game ever with Soldier, which was a randomly because I haven't played nice. in a very long time. Um, 
that was fun. And then, oh, I played the per, the Prey demo, which the game, the full game is out now. But I played the Prey demo on PS4, um, which is the new game from Arcane. Uh, isn't the same team that made Dishonored 2. It's part of the team that made Dishonored 1. They kind of split the teams up. It's much more in the vein of um, a Bioshock or System Shock type of atmosphere. You're on a space station. Um, you know, it is it's is a little bit of a stealth game, but not as much of a stealth game as the Dishonored is. But that sort of play the way you want to aspect is still there. It was creepy and unsettling, and, and I enjoyed my time with it. It's going to have to go on the back burner. I have to get back to the other games that I've been, I've been kind of putting off. Lately, uh, you know, I haven't played Persona or Nier in a while. I need to get back to those. But I had fun with it, and it's a game I didn't check out. I know when Justin comes back on the show next week, I'm sure I'll have much more to say about it because he's been playing it um, a little bit as well. Cool. Yeah, I really want to check that out. I think I I doubt I'll play it for a while, but um, I'm hearing good things about it. And uh, yeah, apparently you can finish it in 10 minutes. Yeah, that 10-minute <laughs> thing was interesting because I had heard about somebody had finished it in like 18 minutes. Uh, a couple days ago, and I guess yeah. th- that record has now been broken. The only thing so. I can think is that they found some like major because I know speedrunners do like exploit like glitches yes. in games to speedrunners. So I'm yeah. guessing there must be some big glitches in that somewhere that yeah. they've found. Um, but yeah, I've been playing. Um, I picked up Overwatch, the PC version, um, purely like my main reason for doing so is just pure purely out of a curiosity just to see how it feels playing it on PC, um, and B because um, I want to like be able to jump into the um, public test realm um, mm-hmm. when there's new stuff going on there, when there's patches and stuff, and I, you know they put new heroes and maps on there <clears throat> before they go live right. um, for everybody else. So I think it'd be cool for me to be. I can jump on there and I can. I can stream me playing with new heroes and playing on new maps and stuff, and I said it'll mm-hmm. be fun for me and cool, hopefully cool for people to watch too. Um, and it's it's surprising how many like subtle differences there are. Um, like obviously, like I'm playing it and it's running at like sixty frames plus a second on my new rig, um, and it the the level of detail in the graphics is that bit better. Like, it's just the Yeah, textural... I mean, it still runs at 60 on the console. It runs at 60 on PS4. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, the level... The, yeah, yeah. But the level of detail and, and like, uh, lighting effects and stuff like that yeah. are way, way above. It just on... looks that bit more crisp. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, down to, even down to things like... Um, like, the movement speed of some of the characters. Like, I play um, D.Va a lot. Um, she's mm-hmm. pretty much my main now. Like her general movement speed um, is like markedly like she's still not a fast character, but um, she's markedly quicker um, on the PC version compared to the um, console version. Mm-hmm. And I think her guns are a li- like feel a little bit more powerful as well. Um, so it's just interesting seeing like those funny little like differences. I mean, obviously playing on PC and playing on console, the com- like different beasts. Like with yes. cons with um, PC, you've got that much quicker range of movement and stuff like that with your mouse, so you can turn faster and so on and so forth. Um, but having been away from PC gaming for so long. And especially with like first person shooters, it's just it's really interesting to like actually 
physically see those differences. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, it's just fun basically getting a loot box more or less every time you finish you uh, win a game yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, it's not like that anymore. No, it's um, not. Yeah. What? Uh, sorry, I don't. I think you said this. I know you. Are you playing mostly the controller on your PC? Or are you playing mouse? No, no. I I I played a few the first few rounds um, with a controller. Um, I think the main reason I did that was because um, at first I just had a two button mouse. Yeah. And um, when 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 you're first getting into playing PC games again after a long time out of doing so. Um, it's like usually I'm just used to like index finger, middle finger, thumb. That's all I need to use. Right. Um, but having to, you know, your mouse hand is fairly similar, like mindset. But then your other hand with on the keyboard, you're like W A S D. You got ability keys, jump, spacebar, and you're you're more or less basically like. Um, like one hand is console game and the other hand's playing keyboard in a prog rock band. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was just like, oh my God, my brain is melting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I picked up a new mouse, which has got um, two keys on the side um, and the scroll wheel clicks in as well. So it's right. three extra buttons, essentially. So I've got all of the abilities mapped to the to the mouse now so it's just movement with um one hand look with the mouse and all the abilities on there as well yeah um, yeah so i've started playing it with a mouse now i'm not like i'm i'm a long way off like i'm gonna it's it's gonna take me a lot of practice to get anywhere near decent with it mm-hmm. um like playing with Diva, you don't have to be overly accurate because she just like farts out a spread of bullets that just yeah. like hit a lot of things. But um, I played a round or two with um, Soldier earlier on, and I I might as well have been drunk because I was just firing <laughs> all over the place. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's like like I said, it's just an experiment for me in sort of like comparing a console game to the PC version of it. Yeah, um, totally. And I, I I need to avoid the um, the temptation to play too many games that I have on console on PC just to see the difference in how they look. Uh, yeah, you want you want to avoid that. Because I was looking at some <laughs> footage on, of um, Battlefield One on PC, and I was just like, "Ooh, this looks really really <laughs> no, nice." No, no, and then no, no, there's no. there's a voice in my brain going, "No, Hugh, stop it, stop it." Um, the easiest things about avoiding that is because you don't you're not gonna have that many people on PC to play with. Exactly. You know, so it's like the the reason that I'm, I don't get tempted by many PC multiplayer games is because I the, the the people I play with just don't don't exist there. Yeah. You know, like buying Battlefield on PC, it might look nicer, but you'll be playing with yourself, and that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that makes you know? sense. Um, and I play. No Ori on the PC. No. Oh God, I I can't even begin to imagine him with a keyboard and mouse. <laughs> Yeah, the um, thing about the, the only thing I reason I asked you about the overwatching is not because like I, I don't think there's anything wrong with playing a, with a, with a gamepad if you want to, but you're gonna have a lot more difficult time, you know. Oh, oh yeah, I know you're you're a, a yeah. significant disadvantage. I mean, earlier on, once you be, when you're being matched with like new gamers, you you might sort of get by just mm-hmm. on luck because people are inexperienced with the game. But yeah, once you start hitting, you know 
past 25 and if i'm going into competitive then playing with a controller i might as well have a potato in my hand yeah absolutely, absolutely. um so yeah. uh, Hugh, um can i just tell you, you on my end your video has frozen and you just have this very like jaunty look on your face oh okay uh, that's how i look you, we're, we're trying a new setup today uh can you just like turn off your video on skype and turn it back on and see if it works I, okay yeah now i can see you moving again you're completely i wish i'd taken a picture of it but you had this like <laughs> look on like your a face. game show host look yeah exactly exactly hey um uh, <laughs> uh but anyway so yeah so i'm excited to hear about the other stuff you also played a little bit of heroes of the storm right um yeah or as i put it in the um google doc heroes of i haven't got a clue what's going on storm <laughs> um yeah i just but like i i didn't play much i played to the tutorial um yeah it seems like fun like i'd, I'd be like interested to get into it with you and sort of play it with other people um but yeah is it your first moba of that ilk yeah i mean i yeah. played like paragon like some a small amount of paragon and stuff okay. like that but that I kind mean, the of concepts like, are similar but yeah that kind of like yeah. top down sort mm-hmm. of league of legends type yeah you know that type of one mm-hmm. um it's definitely a first for me and i was just like i was basically just like i at times i was just like it feels a little bit like it's playing itself um, <laughs> yes, to an extent. Because yeah. um, it's just like running around and my characters are just like swinging a weapon at people. <laughs> and I'm just like, what am I doing? And I'm just like pressing like a key to use an ability. In, and then I'm like left clicking on the mouse. Because to <laughs> me, that feels natural to use the the left mm. mouse key to use, you know, to fire. Mm-hmm. And the game's like, when you select an ability, you press to right mouse key and i was just like what that's weird (laughs) so yeah i was just having to retrain my brain to like press Mm. (laughs) right click but yeah i think i think once it's one of those games once i've sort of get get a bit of practice in it it'll be fun um i can't see being me getting big into it because i'm not a huge mobile fan but i think the the, not yet Hugh. not yet i mean the the overriding factor and draw for me is that it's a blizzard game um yes. so Get yeah the sweet th- sweet overwatch skins yeah I, I want police lady diva yeah yeah officer diva is, is a cool one uh-huh. a very very cool one but yeah um oh. i i i do want to like learn how to play it i think maybe i'll watch some streams of that as well and sort of have a look at how people do i can't watch streams of mobas because they just they don't because exp- uh, obviously the most of them are done for like esports purposes right like competitive purposes yeah and it's like turning on a football game expecting them to te- tell you how, to, they pl- how football works because they just, <laughs> yeah, they just don't true. they just like there just go with the commentary and that's like the way it should be because the people who are tuning in obviously are tuning in because they love this stuff and they they don't need to hear like oh this is what a lane is and all that kind of stuff and but when i, I tried i've tried to watch dota streams before because it, it interests me because there's like mil, you know multi-million dollar tournaments and all this kind of stuff and i just my eyes just kind of like glaze over because i yeah. just have no idea what's going on <laughs> and i played a little bit of heroes i played a little bit of a bunch of mobas i want to put some time into one of them to understand it a little better and heroes of the storm yeah. was always the one i thought about doing for a while because it's blizzard and they're very good at here's this thing that people play that you might think is too daunting for you we're gonna make a version that 
is easier for people to get into. Hmm. Still with a very high skill ceiling, obviously, but something that any, people can, at the initial start, jump into. And they just did a big update for it, that Nexus 2.0 yes. thing. So they've kind of reclassified a lot of the characters and made those sort of like distinctions a little bit easier. And they even like have like a test on their website that you can take that goes like, answer these questions about how you like to play games and we'll tell you what kind of character you should play. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Maybe so, I'll give that a go. Yeah, and you get like 20 free characters or something when you start playing now or something, so... Yeah, I don't think I've got yeah. to the point where they drop you in that because I think after the tutorial, it like lets you select one of three characters, but then I think right. there's more like training stuff that yeah, I've Yeah, there's got, some training stuff in there first. ...got left to do. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I definitely want to get in and learn learn how to play that game because it's like people absolutely love it and like I said with with the overwatch stuff and um it being a blizzard game um i was watching the other day apparently they've got um you can get um skins for diva and genji in it that are inspired by um like the colors of the um evangelion um, oh, really? mechs in uh, neon genesis evangelion so that's okay. pretty cool so that appeals to the uh anime fan in me but yeah, let's see. It looks like I'll, I, I think I'll enjoy it once I get into it. Yeah, well, and we'll, we'll we'll give it a little college try and try to get get, get ourselves into it. Um, oh, yes. Uh, so yeah, those are the games that we've been playing. There's some stuff I want to I want to play that I just haven't gotten a chance to yet. So it's been mostly that stuff. Um, let's talk about. I'm gonna do your section. Um, Let's do it first, actually, because I think it's the most interesting thing we have to talk about this week. Okay. As far as uh, you know, way back. Um, a couple of years ago, I talked about the same thing, but it's been a couple of years, and we kind of hit this a couple of weeks ago, you know, in sort of in sort of abstract. When I think Samuel Moon asked us a question about it, but um, Hugh, you went from, oh, maybe by the end of the year I'll have a PC <laughs> built to a PC being built in a day, basically. Well, that still counts as being by the end of the year, technically. But so. but usually when people say in May. They'll have it done by the end of the year. You're probably thinking, I don't know, November or mm-hmm. something like that. Not three days after we spoke about it. Well, I get a te- I get a text from Hugh. We 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 ran we put out that video that Battleground stream a week ago. I guess it was at this point a week a little yeah. over a week ago. Well, it's and, just before we recorded last week. Yeah, just before we recorded. That's right. So we played, and Hugh watched me play, and we talked, and it was great. And then right after we finished that, Hugh and I played a game together, and his like PC barely, barely could run it. Um, and he was, and you, and you were kind of like, oh, you know, I, I really need to, I want to build a rig at some point, you know, I can play this. And yeah, of course. Cool. Then we record the show. And then the next day I get a text message. What kind of video card do you have? (laughs) I was just, I just started looking at parts on like Amazon and I was just like, it got to the point where I was like, in all honesty, I haven't got a freaking clue what I'm looking at. Like, I know basically <laughs> what's a decent, like, CPU mm-hmm. and what's a decent GPU. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like, because I, what stuck in my head was you saying that you're, you've had your PC for, like, what, two, like, two, three years? Two now? years. Two, two, a little too over two years now. Yeah. So I was just thinking, well, I want to build myself something that's going to last me a similar length of time. I mean, mm-hmm. if in a couple of years I need to replace my, um graphics card and and cpu you know a few months apart then that's fine 
you know it, yeah that's the great thing about pc gaming at pcs is that you can just be like oh i need an i want my graphics to be better let me go spend 200 bucks 250 bucks and get a new video card you don't have to buy a whole new create a whole new system yeah, yeah. um so i started looking and i was just like i i you know i was in need of some pointers so i you know text you asking you about the graphics mm. card you got and then it just went from there and i was just like okay well you know what about other stuff and then you point, started giving me loads of tips and then you mentioned about going on um pc part picker yeah pc part picker yeah so i posted on there saying um i'm looking to build a gaming pc i've got this budget um what can i you know what's the my best option so mm-hmm. within like probably like two hours i think i had like two replies two totally different builds um so i just looked at the parts that they specified and just started sort of comparing them like looking at reviews of them and stuff um and just went from there so i managed to find a really good website that you could actually put it would just do side by side comparison of mm-hmm. like so i put the graphics card that the one person has specified and the graphics card the other person has specified and then there was one i i can't remember for life of me of the name of the website it was on but you you selected them and it was actually like actually came up with like text saying so like you know this make a model of graphics cards it will you know is more powerful than the other one um more suited to overclocking and it gave you like a really good like specified rundown of like which does what better and which overall is the more powerful card um so it turned you know i ended up then select like finding out that the one build that this one guy had specified to me um was marginally more powerful so i just went from there and started building a um wish list on amazon um yeah so then on the friday then i ordered everything um (laughs) to come on on the sunday (laughs) so sunday comes around um about 11 o'clock in the morning guy from amazon arrives delivers all the stuff and i'm like yes okay here we go (laughs) this is my job for sunday i'm gonna build me a pc so i had a bite to eat made myself a cup of tea i was like right okay here we go brought everything upstairs i started unpacking it um and i found um a really cool like there's tons of um one thing i will say for people um like you recommended to me because i I, it honestly didn't cross my mind as obvious as it is um tons of really good quick um videos on youtube of how to like the process of building a pc like it won't when you build it you won't ever have exactly what they get because obviously every motherboard and so on and so forth is different yeah but it's the process is the same so you can you can muddle through and you know if you if you you take your time and you're careful then you'll get by so um I was watching the tutorial video. First thing first, I was like, get your motherboard out. And I was like, okay, get your motherboard out. Fit the GPU to it. So I get my processor out, fit that to it. Put that in the case. And they're like, next step, you want to install your RAM. And I was like, 
shit, they haven't sent me my RAM. <laughs> um, and then, oh, actually, no, before that, before I even discovered they hadn't sent me my RAM, I realized they hadn't ordered a power supply. So I had to walk to a shop that was down, like, luckily only 20 minutes away from me, mm-hmm. um, pick up a power supply and come back. Um, yeah, that's a that, that's a bad thing if you don't have a power supply. Yes. So I realized then that Amazon hadn't delivered my um, my RAM. So I phoned them. I was like, "Where's where's my RAM? You've delivered me everything else. It's still showing as dispatching now, and it's been showing that like for forty eight hours now." Ah, uh, yes, the old Amazon. Yeah. Leaving now for two days. Yeah. Um, and they were like. Uh, um, well, if it's showing as dispatching now, it might still get to you, um, or it Bullshit. might not. <laughs> and I was just like, hmm, no. I was like, if it was going to come today, it would have been dispatched by now. So I made a second trip to the shop then. <laughs> and luckily, um, an old friend who I used to work with was, um, who I didn't see the first time I went in there, was working behind the counter. And I was like, I, I need some RAM, man. I'm building a PC. If I don't have, like, Amazon have let me down. If I don't have some RAM, this thing is not going. <laughs> um, and I was like, I need, because I ordered um, 8 gig of RAM. I was like, yeah. can you just help me out with some decent decent one stick of 8 gigabyte of RAM or 2, 4, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, we haven't got either really it was like we've only got the only fours we've got as laptops um eights were sold out of and he was like the only thing we've got is two two lots of eight and he was like that's nearly double the price of what you paid on amazon for one eight gig stick i was like oh no okay <laughs> um and he was like tell you what hang on a second so he goes off comes back and he's like i just spoke to the man who's like because it's the end of the day and you're you're a friend he was like you can have have two two eight gig sticks for um, I think it was like fifteen pounds more than I paid for the eight on Amazon. I was like, "Nice, fucking sold!" <laughs> like I'm <laughs> hightailing back to the house then with sixteen gig of RAM instead of the eight nice. that I was gonna have. Um, but yeah, like, um, how did you find the whole process of putting it together? I think from for my first time, I was I was nervy. Um, now I've done it. There's no need to be. It's mm-hmm. simple enough, like like I said, you just got to take your time, um, watch, like, go through the YouTube video, because what I did was, like, um, I had the YouTube video playing, so I was like, right, I need to set up stuff on my motherboard, so I watched that section of the video, paused it, did that, and then moved on. Um, and you've just got to be aware of, like, there's some little... Tiny little details, because one thing I came across was um, I fit the fan onto my motherboard and the circular part of the fan. Um, yeah. The fan for your CPU, right? Where the, yes. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, the cooler for your CPU. Yes. Yeah. Um, where the AMD logo is, there's this little bit that comes out. And I, I didn't even think about, um, like, I, you know, I was just like, I'll just slap it on. So when I came to fit my RAM then, I was just like, <laughs> it, it was blocking one of the slots. And I was just like, oh, God. One of the RAM slots, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> um, be aware of little things like that. When you're fitting stuff on, like make sure that you're not blocking any um, ports or slots and so on and so forth. Um, 
but yeah, you've just like I said, you just gotta keep yourself calm because I'm I'm terrible. My hands are shaky at the best of times, so I'm building this thing and I'm just like uh, just shaking like crazy. So, yeah, the hardest part of it, right, is that like you go you, going slow, going easy with everything is 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 ninety nine percent of the time the thing you're supposed to do. But then there are those times where you have to fit like a connector into a slot, and it doesn't go in easy. Like you have to like. You have to put a little more force than you want to mm. to press something into a, a hole. Fitting, and that was that's the only time that really got me stressed out when I was building it. Fitting my graphics cards was ter- terrifying because yeah, the video yeah. I was watching, they were like, um, basically the there's like these the little mesh slots that you take off the back. They call them, I think mm-hmm. it's PCI PCI yes. slots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, PCI. So slots. in the video I was watching, they were like, remove the top two, and I was like, okay, remove the top two. I got to put the graphics card in, which is awkward because you kind of got to put it. There's like one thing that sticks out that goes out of the back of the case, and then there's mm-hmm. one thing that sticks out that so like slots down this tiny little slot that's probably like two three millimeters wide down the side of the motherboard, and on yep. on the section of the motherboard it's going past are like these tiny little. I don't know whether they're like <laughs> electrical resistors or whatever. Just like this, ro- like two rows of three of these things, and I'm just like, nah. So I, <laughs> I start trying to like fit this, and I'm just like, these the the ports on the like the HDMI ports and that on my graphics card aren't lining up with like they're lower than the PCI um, slots. So like, so I'm lining up the the connection with the motherboard, and this isn't making sense. So I had to put it down. I basically just removed all of the like PCI slots, and then, like, like I said, the graph you you gotta go in at an angle, turn it, and then like push it in, mm-hmm. and it it does it the sound it makes when you're slotting it in it kind of makes like <laughs> this like this little like tinging sound as you're slotting it in as well, and I was just like, oh god, it's a bit, it's like. It's like bomb disposal, basically. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, that was terrifying. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I think it's one of those things, once you've done it for the first time, like, doing it again now, I would be absolutely fine, and it would take me, yeah. like, a fraction of the time. Um, but that being said, it, it is simple. Like, it's, it, it is simple. When you finish it, you go, that wasn't particularly hard. Um, and... It is really rewarding. And it makes you feel good, right? Yeah. It makes you feel good, you know that. And also, it makes you you under you intuitively understand a, a much better what goes into a computer once you've done it. Yeah, definitely. You, you know, like I barely knew like the difference between a CPU and GPU like before I put it together. You know, like I, I like I knew one. I didn't understand like all the differences and everything between what what they were. Like I was a very big novice when it came to that stuff. Um, and now, like, when people ask me questions about, because people always ask me questions about computers forever, because they assume when you work with computers or you play games that you know everything about computers. Um, and I usually tell people, look, I get Macs because I don't want to, I don't know anything about computers. I just want to, I just want to be able to push the button and go, you know. Um, but now I can actually answer questions about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And people ask me, like, oh, is it, what should I get this computer? I actually have like a semi educated opinion about whether they should or not. Um, and it makes you less scared to like, you know, like if I want to put another, another hard drive in this thing, if I want to replace my graphics card, if I want to do this or that or this, it's, it, it's not daunting anymore because you, you, you know what's in the guts of that thing. Yeah. 
and like because it's your your setup as well you know exactly where mm. things are um you know even down like even when you're you're connecting up all the power sockets like you you physically can't get that wrong as long as you make sure you look at the the power connector for the say like the graphics card will have like two rows of four little square connectors mm-hmm. you'll have a cable with that exactly pop it on and then you just find it doesn't even have to have the matching um connection at the other end as long as it goes into the power pack that's fine and yeah. you know it's the same then the the one the only connectors i actually found were were a little bit confusing and and um tricky to slot on with things like the um the power for the like the LEDs to the power switch and stuff like that. Yeah, for like the case for the case, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The case were the were the ones that tripped me up the most too. And people don't know this, and this is the thing that I didn't know before I built a PC is like because I always I always wondered like you know the power switch and all kind of how that all sort of work together. But there's a bunch of stuff that comes with your case as well, like USB ports are on your case. So you hook up to the motherboard. The power for the you know uh, for your but for your power button to do both reset and power. Um, there is like two separate connectors for that, you know, yeah. like and power for the fans, stuff. power for the fans, all that kind of stuff. The one mistake I made building my PC was that I messed up my USB 3.0 attachment, uh, USB attachment from my case going into my motherboard. I like messed up one of the pins on it so that one, now one of my USB 3.0 ports on the front of my case only gives power. It doesn't like send data. Um, but that's the only thing, I, and that's the only thing I did wrong. Like I just because I just wasn't sure about the connectors, all that kind of stuff. So mm. yeah, uh, I, yeah. Thankfully, I didn't, I didn't do any, make any mistakes like that. Thankfully, yeah. um, not for the one to try and know. Um, <laughs> I, did, I did forget to um, connect up the fans. The stupid thing was, I saw the connector. But it had this little sticker on saying "Don't connect when um, when the PC is powered." So I thought, oh, maybe that's like some sort of like thing you use for something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't realize it was the power for the fans. So I and the most nerve-wracking thing is what, the first time you press that power button. Oh yeah. Oh my god! It's like the bit in Jurassic Park when they reboot the computer system. <laughs> You're like, hold on to your butts. Yep. And you press that button, and like when it came to life, I was like yeah why aren't the fans going and um yeah i took the panel off the side and i was just like huh i wonder if this is it and then just like found a cable that like went into it and i was just like shoved that in the power switched it back on i was like yes it's do you find that your your fans go very often um on my case they i think they're pretty much always on Really? That's interesting because, like, I mean, for mine, like, my fans are barely, barely ever kick on. Mm. Um, like, I'm doing, when I'm doing something, like, in, very intensive, they'll, they'll kick on. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, like, the, mine don't really kick on. I mean, again, it could be to do with the graphics card that I have and, and all, and the piece, and the CPU that I have and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I don't know whether there's settings in the BIOS for them or something, but I, I, I haven't even touched it. Like, the fan settings and stuff like that, I don't. No, I, I mean, whatever. I mean, it's going to be what it's going to be. Yeah. I'm just wondering, you know, because for the most part, like, my fans will come on, like, when I first kind of start the machine, 
Um, but then they'll pretty much turn off. And unless mm. I'm running like intensive stuff for a while, they don't really kick yeah, off. Yeah, I mean, I could, I can. They do noticeably like reduce in speed mm. um, now and then, and you can hear them sort of like speeding up and slowing down. So I'm guessing maybe right. they're sort of always on, but you know, they they speed up as and when. I guess it depends dictates. too on the on the case and like what the purpose of the case is and stuff like that. Yeah, like when I when I asked for my build, I asked for one that was more quiet because it was going to be in my like living room. Yeah, uh, like this thing makes barely any noise. Yeah, well that's good. That's good. I mean, yeah. and you have an SSD in it. We should say that. Uh, and we mm-hmm. also we should we should honestly we should get the link that you use to get the stuff and and throw it in the show notes or something. So yeah, yeah. I'll, um, what you're working with. I've still um. I'll jump onto PC Part Picker and I'll copy and paste it and send yeah. it to you. Um, yeah. But yeah, like that, that website is an absolute lifesaver. Like they, mm-hmm. they'll give you exactly like to the penny the best build you can get. Um, yeah. And it seems like a really good community on it because there was one guy who, the one build that I didn't go for. Um, because I think a lot of people who build their own PCs, I get the impression that they use unregistered versions of Windows, which isn't illegal or anything, because apparently Microsoft are a lot more lenient on people doing that now, but apparently there's mm. some f- customization features in Windows that aren't um, switched on if your copy isn't registered. Um, but I don't mm. think it's anything major. So this one guy basically specified this build to me that met my budget and he just said just use windows and registered and so i looked into like downloading windows and installing it um that way but it i was just like mm, it looks a bit complicated to me and if i build a pc and i end up with you know a usb pen with a copy of windows on it that i can't install it from because i haven't done it right because you have to do yeah. there's some sort of like I can't remember exactly what you got like build the image for it or something like that. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not that it's not that difficult of a process, yeah. but yeah, there's things you can mess up yeah. along the way. So I was just like, no, after for the sake of keeping it simple, I'll I'll just buy Windows on a USB um, and do it that way. And it's um, I was surprised how simple that part was because that was one part like I'm completely unfamiliar with system BIOSes. Like I've seen them, but I've never really interacted with them. Um, and thankfully, with the motherboard I've got, um, because basically what I had to do um, when you're installing Windows on a computer that doesn't have a, an OS on it, you basically have to go into the BIOS and. Um, do what they call setting boot priority. So when you switch the computer on, it'll reference that drive first, which means mm-hmm. it starts loading from that media. So um, on my motherboard, um, the boot priority can just be set by each thing that the system references when it switches on is an icon, and you just drag and drop them into position to like how the audio wanted to go. And I was just like, wow, that is... like so good like it made yeah. life so much easier for me because <laughs> yeah, some of the like some system bioses are just like really really basic blocky text and this one's like quite like detailed and colorful yeah you show me like the picture yeah you show me a picture of it yeah yeah it looks like some it looks like the dashboard of a sports car or something yeah um yeah and just you know 
you restart it and then Windows installed and it's yeah, it's not as daunting as it may sound and like for some like I said, I've I've never ever done it before and I'm not an overly like technical person with the ins and outs of PCs. So mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. It was it I was nervous at times because I, I you know, you spend a lot of money you want to get it right. Yeah. But, absolutely. As I said, I I would for anybody who wants to try it, jump in and give it a go. And you know I'll I'll happily give tips. No doubt Bobby will, because to be honest, without you, dude, I would I wouldn't have got that done. I was just like I I I didn't know where to start, and I think that is a, the big hurdle is yeah where to start. Um, but yeah, I'm, we have an episode that came out like way way long time ago where we talked about this in depth with Eric, who actually helped me build mine. Um, and all the information I really, I really know is from him. Uh, but PC Parts Picker, I'll say the one, other thing they do too the, on the parts list, it will tell you whether or not items are compatible. Because that's one of the things too that people don't realize is that like every video card and every CPU, every case, they don't they don't all fit together. So this thing will give you like a check. It'll say like, okay, everything is compatible, and, and that's important too. Uh, because you, sometimes you can you can you could buy a case or a motherboard that the video card you have doesn't fit in, or the RAM that you bought doesn't work with, and that can be that can be a big headache. And this service takes away a lot of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Totally. So yeah. Totally. Very rewarding. I'm I'm extremely happy with it. Add some. Um, minor teething problems with it first like <laughs> overwatch would randomly like i'd play a game um go in try try and go into a second one and it would freeze um for like 10 seconds at a time when i was loading a map yeah and then like <laughs> about two days after i built the pc windows was like we've got this big update to install and i was just like why didn't you like prompt that when i set you up you dick um you know because windows well, because now they you they roll out their updates like staggered. For yeah. People. Well, I think so. I think this is the Windows 10 Creator update. The update. Creator update. Yeah, yes, which came yes, out like yes. I think that's like already a thing before I um. Yes, built the you, bloody yes, thing. Um, I got a um. I got I just got an update for my graphics card that was for the Creator update. So yeah. So I installed that and just like. I think more in hope than expectation. I text you saying maybe this will fix my Overwatch problem. Just think to myself <laughs> in the back of my mind, thinking you are talking bullshit. That's never gonna work. <laughs> so I installed it, rebooted my PC, and Overwatch runs like a friggin' dream now. Yeah, man, that's happened. That's the thing too. It's like making. That's why the first thing I always tell you is make sure everything's up to date mm. because ninety nine percent of your problems get fixed. The weird thing the was, as I went into the settings in Windows. And clicked check for updates, and it was like, your Windows is up to date. So I was like, cool, okay, I'll just go on and like get all the drivers for my motherboard and so on and so forth. And then all of a sudden, this massive window comes up and goes, you're ready for the creator update. And it's just like, ah, okay, great. Yep, there you go. But yeah, I'm I'm incredibly happy with it. It was cool. Looking back on it, it was good fun, really rewarding. So if anybody's thinking of doing it, give it a go. It's It's a bit nervy. It's worth it. And it's not that difficult. No, and I'll say doing what we do, having a really good computer can only help. Correct. Yes. <laughs> it makes things so makes everything so much easier. Especially um, when your mic levels aren't automatically adjusted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, that's just good sense. Yeah. That if you were talking on a microphone, you would want it to adjust automatically, no matter what the situation yeah. was. Like the computer just going, hmm. I'm not sure people actually really want to hear you. So what I'm going to do is turn you down so it sounds like yeah. this. 
yeah. So it's yeah. not even the, it's not even the quieting that's the problem. It's the sudden like ridiculous loudness that's the problem. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So let's go a quick listener question, then we'll get out of here. Uh, John D says, if you could receive all the DLC for a game up front, would you, or do you like the staggered release schedule of a season pass? Ooh, good question. What do you think, Hugh? Um, I think. Personally, I think to have that like additional content that comes to you later um, is how I prefer it because um, it's just nice to um, it, it just keeps you going back to the game and I think it just you get more for your money then because you you just get more more hours out of the game. Say for example, like mm-hmm. with Overwatch, if everything to say like if the Iconvald map was there and Arisa was already in the game and that was it 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 would still be a great game but to know that like Blizzard are working on I think they're saying like three new maps by the end of the year possibly two or three new heroes come on Doomfist um, okay. I, and it just you know there's there's going to be more after that and there's events and stuff like that and I, I just think it it keeps you not only do you you enjoy the game anyway, but it just keeps you excited for like going back for more. Um, mm-hmm. And it's interesting to me that Battlefield One, they with the premium pass, they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna have." I can't remember if this three or four like DLC drops um, because this game's gonna have a two year lifespan because of Battlefront Two. Um. They've changed their whole ethos. Um, I think it was the back end of last year. They're now bringing out like monthly con- content as opposed mm-hmm. to like there was a big gap between the game releasing and the first DLC, um, which was a it was a hefty drop. I think it was like four maps and um, so on and so forth. But like I, I like the fact now that once a month I'm going to be getting, I think there's, they reckon there's going to be a new map, which will be the first like nighttime map in the next couple of weeks for um, Battlefield 1. And then I think they're already saying there'll be another map um, after that. There's new game modes in the works as, and then there'll be the big DLC drop and then there's going to be stuff every month. Um, and I So you find that it keeps you more interested you know, or it keeps you coming back to the game. I yeah, because it, it keeps it fresh. I mean, you, you know, yeah. you can you can play a game and enjoy it. Like like I said, I don't think I'd ever get bored of Overwatch, but at least it's nice to be able to go into a game when it's got fresh content and just it. You know, like I said, it just freshens the game up for you. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, it means like if you've got an expanded map rotation. You you know there's going to be a longer space of time between you playing one map, and you know you're not playing the same maps over and over again. There's a bigger space of time, so I think it you know over time you're kind of improving the game. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think I I think I prefer it as an overtime drop personally. Yeah, I mean, I think if you can keep if if the, if you, everything gets delivered as as promised, then I think it's it's the way that I would probably prefer it as well. Mm. Um, you know, I. I like knowing that even it got delayed for quality reasons. I like knowing the fact that we have this chunk of Resident Evil 7 content coming, the Not a Hero DLC, which I think that I, like, I'm excited. That gives me a reason. Don't get me wrong. 
I will have played that or seen that game all the way through multiple times by the time that by that comes through, especially because we're playing through it right now for for video. But um, to know I'll come back to it with, with the, the the Redfield DLC, I'm excited about that. Um, that's coming. Um, so overall, that's what I'd like. I, and I I will tie this in real quickly to a news story that broke today this morning. Um, with respect that apparently Square Enix is selling. Hitman developer IO Interactive. Oh yeah, I heard about and, that. And which most likely means Hitman is dead. Hmm. Um, and with no season two. Also, Bioware have looked pretty much shelved Mass Effect. Um, yeah, I mean they're they're scaling down Montreal and stuff like that with that. Um, this the Hitman the Hitman news bums me out more because Hitman is a great game. Mm. And Mass Effect Andromeda is an okay game. Um, yeah, apparently the their business model didn't sell as well as um, that that episodic episodic system, which seems so good. I mean, I think it w- worked really well for the game critically and, and for people who played it and loved it. But apparently, um, IO Interactive posted a pretty big loss, like forty three million dollars or something like that. Ouch. Um, and so they're trying to sell them off. There's been no word from IO yet. They're looking to sell the studio, but if they can't sell it, they're going to dissolve it. I don't know what that means for the Hitman um, IP. I mean, it belongs to Square Enix. I don't know if they try to sell it with Hitman to make the developer more attractive, maybe to make some more money. But um, that really sucks because I, I loved that Hitman game. It was one of my favorite games of last year. I think it was our number number two of last yeah, year. Yeah, it was pretty high up the list, if I remember right. Um, I'm pretty sure it was our number two. Uh, it, it's a fantastic game, and I've been thinking about doing some stream of it or something just as like a uh, a memorial for it. But I just want to put it out there because it did drop today. Yeah. Um, it's a shame. It is a real shame. Yeah. That. If you haven't played Hitman, you should go play because it it's it's really awesome. Even if, even if you didn't play Hitman games before, it's 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 totally worth a play. Agreed. Because uh, it is ridiculous and fun and just craziness. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so if you guys want to send us questions at talking underscore games on Twitter or games at talkingcomicbooks.com, please send a question in. We're, we're kind of low on questions that we really, really need your questions, so please, please send them in. If you can also review us on iTunes, that would be awesome. Uh, it does a lot for the podcast and, and, and for us um, as far as rankings go, and we really, really appreciate them. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Bobby Shortle. Hugh. I am at H underscore Paz. Check out our YouTube channel. Uh, we got a lot of videos going up. Cody's doing um, his Road to Masters Overwatch videos. Hugh is, is doing a little uh, a Mario Kart series, Quest for Glory. Yes, I'm uh, going to be getting back into that over the weekend. Yeah, damn right, Hugh. You better. I know. You better. You can't. You can't leave us hanging. I know. I'm sorry. Um, we've got uh, our, our quest for the chicken dinner for for Battlegrounds. <laughs> winner, winner. Uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner that will go up. Um, Hugh and I played a couple hours. We'll put that up on YouTube uh, this week. And uh, more Resident Evil to come. Part 8 of Justin and I series is out. Uh, part 9 will probably be out over the weekend. Uh, we're close. We're getting close. Uh, but by the time you see the end of Part 9, uh, we are... We're in the home stretch of, of the game. And, and uh, if you want to hear Justin get really, really, really angry, just wait till Part 9. Always. It's, it, it's a doozy uh, and awesome. But thank you, everybody. We've, we've gotten, you know, since we started doing more regular video content, we've gotten like 20 more subscribers, which is awesome. And nice. thank you, everybody, who's supporting us there. Um, check out twitch.tv slash talking games, where we're, we're going to put all our live stuff is going to go there. Um, so check that out as well. Um, but yeah, until then, uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you, Hugh. Thank you, Bobby. And thank you to all of you who are listening. Until next time, 
Be good to one another.